This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. Today is August 6th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. All right, Monday was basically perfection with that forecast here in the capital region. And today's not a total loss until things get wetter and wetter for the afternoon. After a beautiful sunrise this morning, enjoy a mix of sun and clouds. Just remember, we need those umbrellas later today, tomorrow, and Thursday. We'll add in a quick shower or two as early as noon, but I think we'll find more scattered showers, downpours, and even thunderstorms by 3, 4 o'clock and then on after. Yeah, some of those downpours will get really heavy because we're adding in more humidity. So where those downpours persist, watch for some flash flooding threats. We got to watch for ponding. And any of those downpours themselves can just cause headaches trying to drive through them where visibility is really lowered and it's hard to see that car ahead of you. 85 for high today, 83 on Wednesday, and 85 on Thursday. We still have plenty of warmth and humidity right through Thursday, and that will allow for more scattered showers, thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow evening, and still Thursday afternoon being a little unsettled. Now today, we got to worry about downpours and really anytime Wednesday and Thursday. We could still have soaking downpours, but we got to add in, add in the chance for some gusty winds that could potentially be strong to severe Wednesday afternoon. Knowing we dry out by Friday, it's brighter, it feels good, a drop in humidity really kicks off the weekend, and those will be day highs in the 70s starting Friday right through the weekend. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. As a local school district remains in a budget crisis, the superintendent announcing she's stepping down. Johnstown Central School District Superintendent Patricia Kilburn will be moving on to another superintendent role at Oneida Herkimer Madison Boses. Now, this move comes after one of the region's toughest budget crises forced that district to cut high school electives and their sports programs, leaving the community to fundraise on their own to try and save those sports teams. Kilburn's last day in Johnstown will be September 29th. And happening now, two areas are under an advisory to restrict their water use for the next couple of days as crews work to make repairs to a water main break. Residents in Stillwater and Clifton Park are being asked to avoid watering lawns, washing cars, and using water unnecessarily until the fix is complete. Now, officials hope they can avoid issuing a boil water advisory if everyone works to conserve water. A man is recovering this morning after colliding with a tow truck at what many Troy residents consider a dangerous intersection. We're talking about the intersection of Van Buren and 2nd Street. Just the latest in a long line of crashes here. Mike Prespari lives near that intersection. The car in yesterday's incident landing in his yard. He says he's called the city asking for a stoplight or stop sign to be installed at that intersection. He hasn't heard anything yet. He thinks his next step might be to hire a lawyer and take action against the city. A popular deli in Schenectady closed today due to a fire at the restaurant. Gershon's Deli Facebook page says a small electrical fire happened yesterday in their basement. The fire reportedly caused very little damage, no injuries, but it did lead the business to lose power. Gershon's will remain closed today as it works to fix the issue and clean up. The deli hopes to reopen by tomorrow. All right, happening tonight, it's National Night Out, a night dedicated to building relationships between communities and law enforcement. Yeah, News NBC's Jamie DeLine joins us live now to tell us how the event hopes to make communities safer. She's live in Troy for us this morning. Hey, Jamie. Good morning, I'm in Troy and throughout the capital region, police departments will be getting together with community members in an effort to help strengthen bonds within the community. Now I mentioned Troy will be taking part in the events and 
in Albany, they will be having the events as well. Now, Bethlehem, Waterfleet, North Adams, and Williamsville, just to name a few, will be all taking part in National Night Out. At these events, people can enjoy food, music, games, and several departments can have their emergency vehicles on display. Now, some will even be raising awareness about police programs within the community, and they'll be presenting information on issues such as pedestrian and bike safety. The goal is to build better bonds between the police and the public to under positive circumstances so that the neighborhoods can become safer and ultimately more caring places to live. Now for a full complete list on where these events will be happening, you can head on over to our website at news10.com. But for now reporting live in Troy, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC. And the class of 2023 will be welcomed today at Albany Medical College. They'll be initiated into the medical community during their white coat ceremony at 3 this afternoon. Each student will receive their first white medical coat and recite the Hippocratic Oath. We wish them the best of luck. And the kickoff for the annual Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. Raising funds for awareness in the fight to find a cure is today. Breast cancer survivors coming together with the community at 4.30 later on this afternoon to share their inspirational stories at the Century House on New Loudon Road in Latham. Last year, Making Strides Against Breast Cancer raised $680,000 locally for the American Cancer Society. Good deal. And we want to continue to celebrate the spirit of giving all year round. If you know anyone, a group, a class, a sports team, perhaps somebody in your office, giving back to the community and helping others in need, let us know. Send us a picture on Facebook or you can email it to news at news10.com. Make sure you include the hashtag giving on 10 so we can share it on air and online. That's right. Sherman's Amusement Park used to be a major hot spot here and now all that's left are the memories and this replica of the arcade here at the Caroga Historical Museum right down to the front ticket counter. But soon that vacant space could be singing a new tune. A stage has replaced the bumper cars. Nearby, a rusty Ferris wheel and a dust-covered carousel. The once bustling Sherman's Amusement Park has sat dormant for years, but now signs and sounds of new life. A community spot, a spot where people could operate the carousel again, but then also bring in big name artists. The Caroga Arts Collective wants to buy the town-owned property and bring new music to a place where the jukebox once reigned. There was nothing like Sherman's. At the Townline Museum, we step back in time to 1962 when you could find Bob Landrio playing pinball at Sherman's. It was just a magical place. If you dated a girl, that's the first place you went up and walked around. For 20 years, he's been collecting relics of the past, a bumper car, the love analyst. Oh, Bash, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and the photo booth comes straight from Sherman's. The hundreds of people that sat in here you know, and, and how many of those people are long gone. He's worried about what the sale of the park could mean for the historic site. I'm afraid that somebody along that line is going to want to tear down something. Kyle Price, cellist and director of the Arts Collective, says that won't be the case. They already rent the space and maintain it, but ownership would bring new opportunities. Keeping the history of it all while while creating a new future for it. And he has the support of the Caroga Historical Museum. The few times that they have performed down there, the whole place has just come alive. People are coming and enjoying and having fun, and that's what it was meant always to be. The town board is now working to get the sale on the ballot so a decision can be made. And our goal is to really make this a more accessible space for everyone. No matter what happens, Landrio has his cherished memories and a place to escape to and reminisce. In Caroga, I'm Mary Wilson, News 10 ABC. 
Temperatures soaring, barbecues flaming, and bugs buzzing. That's right, it's summer. As glorious as it can be to bask in the sun's rays and turn off your mind, you might want to think about six things before you relax, all six from the CDC. Number one, sunscreen. Cover your exposed skin with at least factor 15, but remember, you need to reapply every two hours and after swimming or sweating. Two, keep cool, beat the heat, stay in the shade, fire up that AC, wearing lightweight clothes, and avoid too much outdoor exercise if it's hot. Three, don't swim carelessly. Stick to supervised areas, don't swim alone. Not only is it safer to have someone with you, it's more fun. Number four, don't eat bad barbecue. Same rules as your kitchen. Avoid food poisoning by separating raw food from cooked and wash your hands well. Five, watch out for biting bugs. Wear long-sleeved clothes, use insect repellent, check for ticks, and if you're unlucky enough to find one, pick it off with tweezers. Finally, number six, recognize poisonous plants. Poison ivy, oak, and sumac can cause itchy, blotchy rashes almost designed to ruin your holiday. Save your vacation, just six steps, and have a safe, happy summer. With this Medical Minute, I'm Monaco Sarabdi, ABC News. Do you enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.